Good afternoon. This is Hans H. Stein. I'm an associate professor at the University of Illinois in the Department of Animal Sciences. I'm here this afternoon to visit with Mr. Ferdinando Almeida, who is a graduate student in swine nutrition at the University of Illinois. And Ferdinando, you have completed some research on uh, phosphorus digestibility in pigs. Could you tell us a little bit about what you have done in your research? Yes. Um, the first experiment, we were interested in measuring the standardized total tract digestibility of phosphorus in some common fed ingredients like corn and soybean meal and DDGS. And from that experiment, we hypothesized that we could use values that were measured uh, to formulate diets for wheeling pigs. So we measured those values in experiment one, and we used then these values to formulate diets for two following experiments. Uh, the first one was a nursery trial with, in which we measured the growth performance, and uh, the second one was a metabolism trial in, in which we analyzed or we evaluated the phosphorus excretion as well as digestibility of phosphorus. So in the first experiment, you said you measured standardized total tract digestibility of phosphorus in corn, soybean meal, and DDGS. What did you find there, and did you use any phytase? Yes, we, we had two diets with corn, two diets with soybean meal, and two diets with DDGS. Each one of these diets contained 0 or 500 phytase units per kilogram, and the phytase that we used in that experiment was OptiFos 2000. And we observed that phytase increases the STTD of phosphorus in both corn and soybean meal, but phytase showed no effect on the STTD of phosphorus in DDGS. So STTD means standardized total tract digestibility of phosphorus. Yeah, that's correct. correct. Okay. So you say phytase increases digestibility of phosphorus in corn and soybean meal, but not in DDGS. Do you know why that is? A possible explanation for that is because DDGS contain less phytate or less substrate than corn. So maybe the lack of substrate in DDGS could be the cause for the no effect of phytase in that ingredient. So does that mean that phosphorus in DDGS is less digestible than in corn and soybean meal? No, that means that phosphorus in DDGS is higher digestible than in corn and soybean meal because there is more available phosphorus in DDGS than in corn and soybean meal. So it's more, you have a higher digestibility even without phytase, and that's the reason you don't see an increase when you add phytase to it, as you see an increase when you add phytase to corn and soybean meal. Yes, that's correct. Okay, that's interesting. And then you said you conducted a uh, gross performance experiment. Which diets did you use in, in that experiment? We used four diets. They were corn soybean meal diets with zero or 500 phytase units per kilogram. And the other two diets were corn, soybean meal, 20% DDGS with no phytase, and corn, soybean meal, DDGS plus 500 phytase units per kilogram. So you have basically corn, soybean meal diet, corn, soybean meal, DDGS diet. Both diets were without phytase and with 500 units of phytase. Yes. 
What else did you have in the diets? Uh, we had dicalcium phosphate as well. We were able to reduce the amount of dicalcium phosphate needed in the diets to zero if we used corn, soybean meal, DDGS plus phytase. So we, we were able to reduce possibly the, the cost of diet. So you were able to formulate diets to weaning pigs that contained absolutely no dicalcium phosphate or any other source of inorganic phosphorus. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So you can do that if you add both phytase and, um, and DDGS to the diet. Yes, we can do that. And um, we observed our results show that there was no difference in growth performance among these treatments, which indicates that it is possible to formulate diets for wheeling pigs without uh, adding inorganic phosphorus. So the pigs, they performed as well on that diet without dicalcium phosphate as they, they did on the control diet with corn, soybean meal, and di dicalcium phosphate. Yes, that's correct. Okay, what did you do in the third experiment? In the third experiment, we want to verify that using a combination of DDGS and phytase would result in re reduction in phosphorus excretion and also increase in uh, phosphorus digestibility. So we used the same diets that we used for, for the second experiment, and our results show that phosphorus excretion was reduced if DDGS and phytase was used in the diets, and phosphorus uh, digestibility was improved using that same combination. Why is phosphorus excretion reduced if you use DDGS in the diets? It is first because the phosphorus in DDGS is more available to pigs, so they utilize that phosphorus better. And also because, as I said before, if you don't use inorganic phosphorus in your diet, then you are able to reduce phosphorus excretion just by, just by doing that. So if you took out the dicalcium phosphorus from the diet, what happens to the total concentration of phosphorus in those diets? What happens to the total concentration of phosphorus in the diet? This concentration went down if you add DDGS, but the concentration of digestible phosphorus was constant uh, among all the treatments. So what happened if you added uh, phytase? We are able to reduce the total concentration even more and also keeping the, the digestible phosphorus concentration at the same level. So you're saying that when you add phytase or DDGS or the combination of phytase and DDGS, you can reduce the total amount of phosphorus in the diets, but you can keep the amount of digestible phosphorus constant. Yes, that's correct. So do you think that is the reason why you were able to reduce the amount of, of phosphorus that is excreted from the pigs when you added both phytase and DDGS to the diets? Yeah, that could be the... A good reason for that result. Okay, so what is the overall implication of these three experiments? The overall implication is that we might be able to formulate diets for pigs on a standardized total tract digestibility of phosphorus basis and also if we use DDGS, phytase or a combination of DDGS and phytase 
in diets fed to weanling pigs, we are able to reduce the need for an organic phosphorus to zero, reducing diet cost, and we are also able to improve phosphorus utilization and reduce phosphorus excretion without compromising uh, pig performance. That sounds almost too good to be true. That must increase the cost of these diets dramatically. Is that correct? No, there's no increase in the cost of diet. Actually, I did some calculations and roughly I estimated that there will be a reduction in $3 per ton if you use the combination of DDGS and phytase in corn soybean meal diets. So I believe this is a great achievement. So you can reduce phosphorus excretion and lower the price at the same time. That is correct. That's very interesting. Now you did this, this research in weanling pigs. What happens in the growing and finishing pigs? We, there's a need to conduct research in these pigs as well, in growing and finishing pigs. Uh, so I believe this is a, a good opportunity for future research before we can draw any conclusions of what would happen. I would expect that they should respond in the same manner because we did some uh, other experiments showing that digestibility of phosphorus in weaning or growing pigs, they do not differ by age. So we would expect to see the same results if we conduct research with this, these pigs. But bigger pigs, they will require more phosphorus than smaller pigs, is that correct? No, they actually require less phosphorus than smaller pigs. So if we do this for growing and finishing pigs, because they require less phosphorus in a percentage basis, we would expect to see the same response. Okay, that is very interesting. Thank you very much for coming, Fernando, and sharing your research data with us. We uh, wish you good luck with your future research here at the University of Illinois. Thank you very much, Dr. Stein, for the opportunity. Thank you for listening this afternoon.